These people should just get a life. I, these are the people, these to me are the worst people in the country. And I was at a, at a zoo, you know, so you're probably going to see some animals getting a little bit naughty. Someone once pissed on my girlfriend's till in B&M. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Rematch Podcast. After realising once again that football is currently dead because of referees and VAR, we're going to have another show of pure madness. From the roadmap out of lockdown, to the discovery of animal heads in Birmingham, to the hatred of ginger babies, we've got it all for you in the next hour or so. We're also going to look back at some old rematch quotes for this week's feature, and I can't promise that some of you won't be cancelled after some of the things you've said in the past. I believe this is the first show we've done since Boris's roadmap out of lockdown. So to start off, I wanted just to rank some of the things that stood out during lockdown. I asked you boys to send me six things each to do with lockdown, literally anything, good or bad, and we're going to rank them in five tiers. So go, good, average, naff, or sh- <laughs> and right, There's the explicit on the episode already. <laughs> what are we changing sh- to? Crap. Um. <laughs> <laughs> VAR. <laughs> Um, Gavin Ward. So the no, bottom tier is Gavin Ward. We're having the bottom tier is Gavin <laughs> Ward. There, yeah. Yeah. So I'll put all your suggestions in a randomizer. So first, we have Laura Koonsberg's questions. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, BBC. <laughs> oh. Can you say them again, Ollie? What are the, what are the five categories? The good. Very good, obviously. Then just good. Average. Naf and Gavin Ward. Yeah, not that I'm still bitter. Um... <laughs> I quite I say I quite like Gavin Ward. Give us a win. Gavin Ward's not going in the um, ranking list. Gavin Ward. <laughs> <Yeah. is probably laughs> no, but I mean, is it like Gavin, Gavin Ward, Ward goes, goes in Gavin in Ward? That, that's affecting my decision making. That is now. I, I, I don't I don't see him as bottom tier. None of the rest actually have any games. Gavin Ward is the bottom tier. Okay. Um, middle of the road, not great, are there? But there's some journalists that just say stupid questions. Yeah, like her. I mean, Robert Preston's not great either, is he? Well, Preston? He, I no, did, I said I, I Preston, didn't I? Um, yeah, I'd put him worse, personally. Do you think that's too good for Lauren Coonsberg, Adam? Yes, I do. I think that she is the worst. I don't. I, I think it'd be all right if she wasn't the first one to ask all the time. But it's just like you watch through the briefing, you spend half an hour hearing all this tends to be bad news, and she'll come on and say, oh, when's it going to end? And you think, really? They've just told you. You can't answer that question. You've not been listening last half an hour. And then your question you've been building up to is, oh, when's it going to end? Yeah. Go away. Ask someone else. Why, why did they go to... Uh, it's going to sound very hypocritical of me, but... Um... Why did they go to BBC first all the time? Have they got a specific order for it? Is it is it which was well, it's because BBC is the BBC's publicly funded, isn't it? So it's meant to be the voice yeah. of the people. So it's yeah. so it's meant to be the most neutral question. I'd love them to go straight like live to a goggle box room, you know, like and uh, oh, what's the dad call with his pit bull? And he just says, like, "Yeah, right, Boris." <laughs> what's going on here or something? I'd love someone to just proper down to earth with it. Do you know what's that's the best question? Robbie Savage. When he was yeah. when he asked that, yeah. that was a great question. That'd be fun. To be fair, we're quite biased with that, but he's the, no one really challenges him, do they? Do you know what I mean? Is Laura Coonsberg's question off in Nathan or Gavin Ward? What do you think, Holly? 
I give up on the press conferences because of Laura Koonsberg's questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it's worse than middle of the road then. I'd put her in Gavin. Uh, I mean, I'm not put her in Gavin Ward literally, but. <laughs> Right, so we're going from Laura Coonsberg's questions to home workouts. Where, where are we putting right, None workouts? of us have been doing them. <laughs> Who suggested <laughs> that? Hey, oh, yeah, some of us have been doing them. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my head is the smallest out of all five of us. So. <laughs> 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 uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Still believe I'd score more than him in that Chelsea team. Um, yeah, I've been doing them not as regularly as going to the gym, obviously, but like half an hour a day. I think they're all right, but they're just not as good as going to the gym, obviously. So, so would that make yeah. it a bit naff compared to the gym? Yeah, when you put it in comparison, I would. Oh, uh, I think you'll all have done the next one react emojis. I mean, I've quite they've got a bit to be fair, they started off right. This was my suggestion, by the way. I just didn't. Um, it's proper associated with lockdown for me because. No one like laughs in person unless you're on Zoom anymore. So everyone bases how funny something is of how many laugh reacts they get. And yeah, in every single group chat, I guess everyone does that. But um, that's a bit of bitterness from you, Dan. Yeah, I, I am a little bit because it seems to be every. <laughs> Sometimes I think I send some absolute gold in our chat. It's like, it's like one sympathy one of only like three hours after. <laughs> What's the point in that? To be fair, I do think I'm the one that literally laugh at well. Reacting somewhere to every tweet that gets put in there. Yeah, I mean, because I'll tell you what, because you're a tactical stuff. reactor. That's what you are. You're a tactical <laughs> reactor. <laughs> because because you no no uh, girls do this on Instagram. They they don't like each other's photos, but they physically like them. Did you just compare so, me to a girl on Instagram? Yes, yes, yes. Right. So girls like each other's photos on Instagram, so they can get a like back off them. It's tactical reacting. That's what it's it a is. long game that's plan. It's happening with Ollie. Is that what well, you think? I, I, yeah, I did have a tactic yeah, earlier on today, actually. I saw Aidan put a, put a tweet in about Irby one Peroni. So <laughs> I saw that like, get a couple of laugh reacts, and then I put one about Bubble 07. And I <laughs> didn't laugh react that one. No, I didn't. You're right, no, because I, I knew what you were doing, Ollie. I, I read past that. I thought, oh, you could have sent that in hours ago, and you deliberately waited. But let's be fair, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed with Aidan, actually, because there's quite a lot of times he will spam a chat with Newcastle <laughs> stuff. And I threw sympathy or just say, well, no one else is laughing at this. You don't really care. So I'll, so I'll laugh at it because it's quite amusing. But I don't think any of us really care about the plight of Newcastle United as much as he does. And so I'll, I'll laugh react it. I can't I remember the last like... thing. <laughs> I can't remember the last thing that I put in the chat that he laugh reacted to. He never <laughs> does. I always get <laughs> laugh reacted. Never, ever him. <laughs> Adam, that is your mission from now till next week. You have to get at least three laugh reacts I've heard in that Twitter chat. <laughs> next up, we have Roy Keane and Mika Richards, who I think have only really stood out in the lockdown period. Oh, that's got to be good. Mika Richards is putting a phone in front of Roy Keane's face and just the contrast of emotion is brilliant. It's, it's got to be good. The thing is, as pundits, I actually don't think they're very good. Well, I'm, I'm not saying they're not very good at analysis, but they don't actually do that much thought of stuff. It's, it's usually just bald statements like, oh, he's an idiot or he's stupid <laughs> or something like that. And I think that type of humour between them is probably quite good. So I, I, I'd yeah. put that in good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go with that. Uh, next, we have temperature checks. <laughs> I actually haven't had one of these. So I, I, can't I, I, I do this at work every single day. And honestly... I swear I've been dead about 70 times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they don't work. They literally don't work yeah. at all. 
I've never known anybody have a high temperature from one of them stupid <laughs> guns. Never. The only way I'd get a high temperature if you actually held a gun to my head, then I'd get a high temperature. I'm going to put. I'm going to go straight and put that in Gavin Ward. I think that's the thing. Yeah, me too. I mean, me and Adam used to get them every time we go to a spending mode game. And there'd always be a competition about who could get the highest temperature. That's how bad it got during lockdown was. We'll make a little game out of this. And Adam won every single week so they can go and Gavin Ward for me as well. <laughs> I just love the fact that this was my idea, but Dan's got really annoyed about it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm quite happy with that. <laughs> the only thing I've seen of temperature checks is when footballers get them and they seem to smile. Whenever they, whenever they get them done, like it's a photo. That one closed his eyes. Yeah, you keep your hat on so you can talk. I didn't did get my hat on quite yet. Uh, the uh, temperature checks up in the, the bottom tier of Gavin Ward. Yeah, yeah it is quite a niche one. Uh, having eight cups of tea a day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure this is only specific to one person, and that's the person who suggested it. Well, no, because this is my suggestion, but Adam mentioned it the other week as well. Yeah, no, he's right. I, I'm, I'm not quite on eight, but uh, yeah, just like my, I mean, my dad will put the kettle on like once every hour, and you just think, you just think, well, I've got to say yes at some point. I? I can't keep saying no, so I end up having like four or five cups of tea a day. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I rate it, mate. You stay hydrated. <laughs> it's called tea pressure. So looking back on. On it, having eight cups of tea a day in a few years is that is that something you remember in a in a good light? Yeah, I don't think my tea making career is going to take off anytime soon. So, having eight cups of tea a day is that a negative? Probably not. Just something that I've assumed with lockdown. So, so should we bang that in good? Yeah. Next, we have empty stadiums. Wow. Well, it's bit obvious, depressing, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. I, I, right. I tell you what, though. Uh, so, from a personal point of view. And a few of you might think the same, right? We're sort of getting at a stage now of our um, careers, we'll have to say, that we probably wouldn't be able to go to as many matches anyway. So it's been quite good that every match has been televised. There hasn't been a match where you, you missed it. Every single match is televised now. So I'm, I don't think it's as bad as what... Obviously, everyone wants the stadiums back open. Of course they do. But it hasn't been as bad as what we maybe made it out to be at first. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say middle of the road for that one. I think. Oh, for me, it's got it's got to be right. in the bottom two. Yeah, it's Gavin Ward for me. Yeah, I think it's got to be Gavin Ward. This was mine. If we're all loading up to which ones, because I was trying really trying to think of a negative one. Um, tried really hard. That's the only one I think of. Um, what the negative of lockdown? You only found one. There's only one. <laughs> I've got a lot, there's a lot of positives. There's a lot. There's well, I, well it's there was a lot of positives. That's why we're in lockdown. <laughs> 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 but no, I, I say it's it's not it's not good. And actually, I was watching much of the day earlier, and and they showed. Uh, I think it must have been during the Wolves game, or well after they was doing the this sort of analysis of it, and they showed Jimenez scoring. I think against Liverpool, and uh, oh no, it had been at the uh, Molyneux, and obviously that was back when there was fans in the stadium and whatever. And it was just so weird seeing people jump up and down behind the goal after someone scored. Like it's just so strange not just to see the camera zoom straight onto the player celebrating, and then everyone's back on the halfway line. And there's no one; it's, you can't see anyone enjoying the moment, sort of thing. And I think that's, and the fact that that's now weird and feels like it's kind of like a, a weird thing to see fans celebrating a goal. Yeah, you know, there's something wrong there, really, because that's what football's all about. So are we put them stadiums in the bond here. I mean, yeah, I think that one explains yeah. itself. Next one, zoom. 
think one of the highlights, isn't it? I mean, what would you do without Zoom at the moment? I mean, this podcast wouldn't be happening for a start, would it? <laughs> I mean, this team's actually, isn't it? But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't put it in goat because I tell you what, there's some dodgy features on Zoom. It's it's a bit, it's too, I don't know, it's too laggy for me. And I'm not, it's not my internet. I, I swear, it's just... It's a bit, I think it's a bit harsh. I think, I think Zoom's got virtually no lag on it. You've literally just frozen me then. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm joking. Do you think Zoom should be good then, Adam? Uh, well, I know that I, I read quite a few quizzes throughout lockdown. And I remember that the, the first one I did, we did on Facebook Messenger. And my mm-hmm. God, the lag on that was about 10 seconds. Yeah. So then when we've discovered Zoom to do it on, it, it, you know, it ran so, so much smoother. So I say it's made our lives a lot, lot better. So for me, yes, yeah, probably just about. Next up, we have job search websites. <laughs> Come. This actually wasn't me. This is me to refer. <laughs> I mean, I just put them incredibly yeah, <laughs> I mean, li- people literally advertise any jobs in there. They're all in London as well, which doesn't help. On for mm. fifteen to eighteen grand, and it's like, well, that's not worth <laughs> yeah. moving down there for London, is it? Where's the levelling up? I could get fed up whenever I do a Google search now and again for 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 jobs. There's there's some stupid company who are clearly out there just to annoy people. Keep reposting a Euro twenty twelve broadcasting job, <laughs> and it draws my head in every time. <laughs> So where are job search websites going? Well, the lowest of the low. Yeah, Gavin Ward. I agree with that. Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's not listening. Uh, we might learn something if he does. No, none of our clubs are getting decisions from now on, though. Well, well the thing is, I think I'm, none of them have anyway, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been explaining this. We've got 100% win ratio with Gavin Ward. <laughs> right, next around is walking, which was a suggestion by Adam. I know, can you believe it? You walk to the bin and back? Well, here you are, Dan. You're wrong, you see. In, uh, <laughs> in lockdown one, you were completely right. But I, I was thinking about it, oh, I just thought this is just stupid. So I, I set myself a task last week. So I want to try and get 100,000 steps in the week, which creates about 50 miles. Uh, and you can probably appreciate it, it's quite a long way. But when you're actually trying to do it, <laughs> it's a very long way. And I got to, I got to seventy one thousand by Friday. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't made it. I didn't make it out Saturday or Sunday, so I'm going to have to start again next week and attempt the hundred thousand again. But I still I still walked thirty five miles last week, so I'm getting out, and it's the only chance to get to see people as well. So that's good. Right from walking to graphs. Oh. This was one of your suggestions, Dan. Yeah, I'm just fed up of seeing so many. Gra- I've seen little, little graphs for everything, literally. And I'm just sick of them, to be honest with you. But in a way, they've been helpful because they help simpletons like me understand things a lot easier. Because <laughs> if I if I read a paragraph or something, I'd be like, no, I don't know what's going on here. So it helps me understand, you know, if, if things are good or bad. Can you the understand them all? Though? The what? Can you understand them all? Can I understand them all? Mm. What, what do you mean? So when they bring a graph up on press, conference, press conferences, can you can you actually tell what's going on in some of them? Oh yeah, to be fair, I, I'm quite nerdy now, so I'll like pause it and stuff like that and be like, <laughs> right, okay, so that's going on because it takes me a while to understand things, so I will actually pause and stuff. And and yeah, to be fair, some of it's alright. The, the one that does my head in though is is the car use one. It went down massively, and then they said, well, as you can see, like 
things are going quite well. Car uses went down. I was like, well, obviously, we're not trapped there. inside. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, well, what's the point in that? Obviously, car use has gone down. Where's, where, where are people possibly going to go? The, the middle of the road for me, I think. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes good, sometimes just pointless. Another one that only some of us are going to be able to answer now, Warzone. What? Uh, so do we need to explain it? <laughs> no, I, I, uh... Also, just Call of Duty. It's, it's like Fortnite, but in my opinion, better, because I never played Fortnite. Yeah, see, I, I, I've played one game of Fortnite before, right? And I got absolutely destroyed by it. You could tell there were about six-year-olds online, and they were just, like, <laughs> destroying me. And then I played one game of Warzone. Honestly, I, I was so bad. And like, it, it just kept lagging for me as well. It was a joke. So I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it naff because I wasn't happy with it at all. It must be your internet. Yeah. If that's like an and Zoom's like it, it's got to be you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Will Kane, shut up. What's your opinion on it, Ollie? Because uh, I think mine's, I haven't played it actually in a few weeks um, simply because of, of how toxic it seemed to get. Um, so, what's your opinion on it? <laughs> well, based on what Dan said in Fortnite, I'd put it one level above enough just for the fact that it is better than Fortnite. I mean, yeah. like Dan said, you got all these little kids just killing you and then dancing on your dead body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that can actually happen in Warzone, so I'd, I'd put it in average. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree. I think it's given me some really good moments and more recently, some absolutely awful moments. And, and I think it has probably been the most popular console game this year, I'd probably say. Adam and Sam look lost, so we'll we'll get to the uh, <laughs> yeah. next one, and we'll go to we'll go to one of Adam's actually, and it's not having to see people I don't like. You could not you will be able to argue this is not an absolute top tier thing because yeah. you've just got you've always got an excuse, you know. You can just say, "Oh, car lockdown," you know. It's just a fantastic excuse to everything. And I mean, the amount. I mean, it's not like I've always gone and see people I don't like, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> who are these people like, that you don't ago, like? Oh, I couldn't possibly give any names, but uh, you could be listening. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, not going to Chris again this week, okay? Um, <laughs> but it's just like sometimes you'd, you'd end up going, going to pub with some with like, group of people and someone would be there and you think, oh, why are you there, you know? <laughs> but now you've got an excuse to not to not have to see these people. You know, he's bloody brilliant. <laughs> sure, what like good then, just for the fact that it means that we've, we've, asked, we've had a quite a good excuse not to see people that we don't want to. Yes. For quite a long time as well. Uh, the next one, I mean, this one I'm not going to be able to answer for is Uber Eats. <laughs> I didn't mean that as in like a fat thing. I just meant that you don't deliver around here. They won't deliver around here. Well, well, they put it in then. I can't eat anything on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is going on it. I knew I knew that because I'd asked Ollie before. I think I think we I think we talked about it months ago, and you said, "Oh, you've got all these codes and no Uber Eats." Um, but they actually they actually started I think a few a few months ago in workshops. So uh, unlucky lads. Um, but no, I've, I think I think Uber Eats is decent. I think the only problem the only problem is is it's like four quid delivery from like McDonald's. I think we have to say that other lazy uh, forms of car, uh, food travel are available. Yeah. Um, we are not sponsored by Uber Eats. I, mean, I wish we were. I mean, be like, I Although if they do want to sponsor the podcast, they're more than welcome. Yeah, we'll, we'll have them in Goat then, just in case, shall we? I mean, no, just in case of sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in case they're listening. 
Right. Are we settling for Uber Eats and Goat? No. Uh, what are you using? Why is it Goat? No, no, actually, no, actually, because we're delivered to four of us. Sean yeah, I was going to say. Exactly. Bottom, yeah. Yeah. Enough. He's Gavin Ward. Gavin Ward. <laughs> right. Next up, we've got family TV choices, and I think this was by you, Adam, and your your dad's TV choices. So. Yes. So basically, because normally you'd um, could we could we we are not a two TV household like uh, like, like I think some some of you are. Um, okay, the Ollie's smirking and Dan's smirking as well. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm not going to answer the answer. Two TV households. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, yeah, I'm just fed up of the fact that normally you'd already have, sometimes you'd have the TV to yourself when other people in the house would, would go out for a bit and obviously no one's going out. So it's just, I'm fed with watching the same series but being made by other people that I find tediously boring. So just right now, we've currently got programmes like Coastal Walks with Kate Humble or like Britain by Coast with Julia Bradbury. And it's like they go to the same places, look at this, talk to the same people, look at the same things. And then you get, you, yeah, you watch both programs. They're both an hour long, an hour, an hour long, watching some like, old castle or something. And it just bores me to death. And it's, it's like must watch TV in the household for people that aren't me. Does my head watch, in. I'd Not Bullseye on Challenge, is it, Adam? <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch Bullseye on Challenge. That was a uni thing. <laughs> <laughs> Watches on VHS. Adam, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you putting this in Gavin Ward? I'll give you sole um, responsibility for this one. Uh, yeah, I'll be happy to put it in Gavin Ward. Well, no, all right, no, no, put it, put it one up because sometimes it's all right and it's difficult. Because like I said we're we um, we are as as a family. We like to watch something together on an evening. We don't like. I don't like to go on my phone and watch something else because that's just not what we've ever done. And I know that a lot of you probably. Do do that or something similar, or go on your play. What's it called? No, Adam. Uh, whatever that game was. I'm a family game. person. Play box. You play box. <laughs> <laughs> you play box. You, you, game the GameCube. <laughs> 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 so sometimes it's all right, but it's just you no. Know, sometimes it's just like there's nothing that all of us like, yeah. and so I tend to lose the argument. And it'll be, as I said, it'll be like Britain by Coast. And you think you've like you've watched oh. this exact same program seventeen times with a different person hosting it. <laughs> Sounds nothing. All right. Yeah. Sound you're, not, you're not putting it in Gavin Ward, are you, Adam? No, I'm not putting it in Gavin Ward because occasionally <laughs> something comes up which is all right. Right, we'll put that in enough then. Uh, again, the next one it's going to be specific to one person, and that is gluten-free diets. Gluten-free diet, right? <laughs> it's it's enough. It's not it's not quite bottom because it's not as bad as what I thought it would be. It's it's just enough. Um, but yeah, I do associate. Lock- I, I feel like as soon as lockdown's over, I'm not going to be gluten free anymore. I feel like it's just like a phase thing. <laughs> but no, I'm still going to be an absolute whopper when this is finished. So that's that's great. And how's I can't even pres- eat a whopper. How's your prescription break going? <laughs> oh no, I'm fuming. I'm sorry, don't worry. Because I, I I ordered it in for Friday, and they said, "Oh, we'll give you a call when it's here and stuff." So they don't give me a call, and I'm thinking, "What's going on?" So I try ringing up, engaged and stuff. Last time I picked it up, it had like the next day's date on it, and I had eight loaves of bread that go out tomorrow, like go out a day tomorrow. Eight what loaves. am I supposed to do with that? Yes. <laughs> eight said, loaves. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get eight at once. And then I freeze them, right? But then when you freeze them, they stink of cheese. No one wants to cheese. You put cheese on the bread, you don't eat cheesy bread. It stinks. <laughs> the worst gluten free diet's going enough. Yeah. No. Where would prescription bread go? Above that or 
Oh, no. <laughs> Honestly, we need a new tier for that one. <laughs> what, what's what's <laughs> below? Squish bread is the tier. Easy bread. <laughs> so the next one, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I've listed it just exactly like how the person wrote it down to me, and that is Big Boris. <laughs> was Cameron? Yeah, it was me. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to get a person. I couldn't really think of anyone because like I said I don't, I don't really watch the news to be honest. So. I don't, I don't know any of the like the journalist that you mentioned. I don't know who she is. You know Boris's um, last name? Oh yeah, Boris Johnson. Oh. Yeah, um, big Boris. <laughs> I don't um, watch the news. I'm not. A, I don't know any journalists. Is a journalist. <laughs> I know. I said I didn't know. I don't. I don't know. I didn't know uh, the person he was on about. And yeah, I don't watch the news. I can't argue that one. You not watched one press conference? Um, at the start, I think I have done. I think we've probably been in uni and watched one, I imagine, probably. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, so there we go. I, I, I have watched one. Um, but no, I think he's um, he's, he's a Gavin Ward, isn't he, really? Boris, I, I think, in my opinion. Obviously, I don't watch okay, right, news, so hang on. I, I, I just, I just jump in. I am, I. I don't, I don't side either way here, but how can someone who doesn't watch the news <laughs> have such a strong opinion on somebody I... who is the centre of the news? I like Gavin Ward. <laughs> 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 you opinion of Gavin Ward is not the opinion of Gavin Ward. <laughs> 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 oh, this isn't working. Uh... No, at the, at the end of it, I didn't know. You'll go, though, oh, you could say goat, then say I don't like goats. <laughs> 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 yeah, at the end of the day, right, I didn't know what I was picking these for. So I thought, what do I think about when I think of lockdown? And I think of the man that put us in lockdown, <laughs> rightly or wrongly. That's, that's, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> you f- prescription bread. Go on then, everyone else have their, their opinion. I can't. No, I think he's redeemed himself a little bit with the vaccine rollout. I think we're leading the world in something. It finally seems that we're getting something right. So I, I agree, but the way, but the way that he pronounces personally. vaccines wrong, so that just that's always something that annoys me. <laughs> he says <laughs> vaccine, it's it says vaccine, and he emphasizes the second syllable, whereas everyone knows it's a vaccine, and he emphasizes the first syllable, and it winds me up more than it should. So for that reason, are we putting him in math? Yes, for that reason. <laughs> we'll put them in tiers, tier four. Oh, next we have the 8pm clap. <laughs> I <laughs> promise it's the one way you've got your boss. I'm not going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my I'd like someone that would go around Bradford or something. I know. <laughs> Why Bradford? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got over Bradford, yeah. <laughs> uh, see, the thing is, the concepts of the eight clock could <clears throat> probably should be good or good, but I just think over time it's is this controversial, so it's pointless. Yeah, no, I completely agree. The whole point was to raise awareness for key workers and then to give them a one percent pay rise. Pay rise, pay rise is a bit of a slap rather than a clap. Isn't it? To be fair, they're probably getting more than <laughs> giving them rice is more than what they're actually getting. Is it? Yeah, exactly. Should have given that prescription bread. That's run its cause. That's our title: prescription bread. 
I'd put the eight-pound clap in average. I felt, I felt by the end, I felt slightly embarrassed when I was going outside on a Thursday night. It put everyone in awkward cricket, particularly because, like at times, we were looking down the road, thinking, "Why aren't they out?" And then when you don't go out, you feel guilty, but then you feel weird going out. So it was like, oh my god, it was like a, a decision every single night. Wasn't it? For me, it was a bit like knowing that for six, seven years ago, the ice bucket challenge thing, <laughs> and and everybody did it, but. The whole point of it was to raise awareness and for people to donate. And I dare say that all of us got nominated, all of us did it, and none of us gave any money. <laughs> and, it, and to me, it's very much like that. Loads of people would go outside and would bang saucepans and make a fucking racket at 8pm on a Thursday. But would they actually like, do anything else? Probably not. I, I didn't do anything else. I think I think it's a bit like that. It's it's sort of an empty gesture for me. Uh, let's move on from the 8.40. Oh, this one's going to cause controversy. Are you ready? TikTok. Oh, right. Uh, I think it was this my was this man. I think it was my man. This was you, Ancal. Oh, Ancal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. you go first, Cam. Go on. Um, I think, I think it's, I think it's good. I think there's a lot of rubbish on there. Don't get me wrong, but since I since I downloaded it all for the um, the award ceremony we did before Christmas, I've not really looked back. I, I I think it'd be go if I actually was like tempted to do one or a few, but I'm not. So <laughs> I think I think if I think if it could tempt me in, which I don't really want it to, because I just know I make a tit out of my sin. Um, and then I think it'd be go, but it's good. I think first night that I downloaded it, I got on I got on the hype because I, I seen a funny one on Twitter, and then I thought right, I'll I'll give it a go. And I was sat there until maybe about four in the morning, just flicking through. It's so addictive. And it was hilarious. The next day that I went on it, for whatever reason, you're going to say it's because of your For You page, it's suggested. <laughs> I know you are. But there was just loads of, like, honestly, like 13-year-old lads, like, pouting at the camera and stuff with, like, lighting in the background. Oh, I know. I'm just... <laughs> That's you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got the All right, okay. Um... Anyway, but they were just like, yeah, and it was doing my head, and it was so cringy and horrible. And I deleted the app, um, and I re-downloaded it when Borough announced the sign on TikTok, <laughs> <laughs> and then I deleted it again. But it's just, it was too cringy for me. It, it, it served its purpose for a day, and then that was it. Adam, what are your thoughts on TikTok? I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's stupid. I think I think I think the people that use it, and but I don't mean like Cam and Dan in this. I mean the people who upload stuff to it of them doing pointless dances to music that no one even likes. These people should just get a life. I these are the people. These to me are the worst people in the country. The worst people in the world. I don't know. I I think that's harsh because why? What right? You, you say that, but they might say these people who are doing these podcasts talking about people. <laughs> Doing TikTok are the most pointless people. They need to get a life. I'd be fair that I wouldn't argue with that. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I think I'd have right to say that because everyone does a podcast. So we thought, well, sure, we. I mean, at least we did a radio show and it's not just like it randomly started from something. These people, they're just like, it's like it's generally going to get people in classrooms at school are going to say, oh, I want to be famous. Oh, how? Why? What do you want to do? Oh, I want to be on TikTok and on Instagram. And this just, that in itself is just so wrong. It's a, head in. it's a B-Tech Vine. Vine was the one for me. That was hilarious. That was just funny, though, that TikTok's just turned into, like, a, 
I don't I don't want people who do it to have a laugh. Yeah, these yeah, people that, are fine. That, yeah. that are self-deprecating and do things have a but it's the people that do it because they want to have a hundred thousand followers, subscribers, whatever you call them. Yeah. And want to be doing it as a as a job and traveling the world and influencing people. And you think, oh f- <laughs> Is this not the same for Instagram though? Yeah, I I completely agree. But the question was TikTok, so that's what I answered. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually said the other day that it's just um people dancing and stuff and then i proceeded to send you a, a video of lee hughes's notts county highlights yeah i mean that changed my slightly but i mean uh, <laughs> but, but i very much doubt that the person who made a lee hughes video gold montage tiktok is trying to make a is trying to make a profession out of it who knows so what category would everyone put, put... fucking bottom one well, i'm putting i'm putting it good i think it's good i think enough i haven't used it good i like you sam I'll put it in average just for the yeah. split of opinions yeah, here. Mm-hmm. Next one, related to TikTok. I mean, it couldn't literally be any further away from TikTok, but it's Dominic Cummins. <laughs> <laughs> he is full-on Gavin Ward. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's full-on <laughs> Gavin Ward. Like, he, in fact, he looks like a referee, doesn't he? Dominic Cummins. He looks like he, he would officiate a game and just be an absolute prick. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Um, yeah. To try and to try and see it from a different perspective, I'm not at all saying he's a good person, but as a but, but purely from a journalist perspective, I like him because he gave some he gave people something to talk about, which is why it's the same reason why, as a from a journalist perspective and from nothing else, I think Brexit was good. Not not the idea, not what's happened as a cause of Brexit, but the fact that it got people talking for four years. As a journalist, it's brilliant because there's so much you can talk about and you can and you can report on if that's the sort of job you're in. I mean, Ollie, I I know you you, you benefited from that at uni because you did countless pieces, well not countless pieces, but you did a good handful of pieces on that. And if it and it, and it hadn't been for that, you would have had to think of something completely different. I think Dominic Cummings is, is similar in that way because people were speaking about him. However, people were speaking about him because he's brick. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So we're putting Dominic Cummings in the. The bottom tier, or yeah, I'd put him in Gavin Ward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I've been trying not to laugh every time. Gavin Ward. I just can't take it anymore. There's a pun on the last name there. But I think I Gavin Ward could take it. Dominic Cummings, Gavin Ward. <laughs> uh, let's, let's let's move on from that. Uh, Dan, <laughs> what are your suggestions next? DIY. Yeah, I, I would house. To, and I don't know, I'm terrible at DIY. I haven't done anything. Oh, actually, I did my a little bit of my uh, thing there over there that no one can see. Um, <laughs> going to be good for the listeners. Yeah, very good. Um, but my house at the start, if you if you go back a year from now, it's completely changed. Oh, my house is literally like it looks completely different. We've had we've had a drive done. We've had this done. We've had that done. And honestly. It, it's pretty mad, so yeah. It's pretty, I don't know if anyone else has done loads of DIY, but no. A bit. I mean, this yeah. room that I'm in now, a year ago, was inaccessible. You couldn't get into it. Yeah. And now it's it's a, it's a it's a proper functioning conservatory. It's actually got seats in it, and it, it's it a recording hall. Nice. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a recording studio now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what I, I'd put it in a. In, I'd put it in goat, just because I don't think any of this would have ever been done. In as quick as what it will have like we've, my, my dad's achieved things that he didn't think he could achieve really with the with how much he normally works so 
I, I think it's been very, very beneficial. Right, boys, we've reached the penultimate one. So this is one of um, some suggestions, and this is constantly re- refreshing Twitter every two minutes. <laughs> yeah, constantly refreshing Twitter every two minutes, then no new tweets load into them putting your phone back down. That has been my entirety of lockdown. It's a bit naff, isn't it? You're trying to just, oh, I need I need a change. I want to see some new tweets. I want to read something, and there's no out there. And just put it straight back down and get on with making another cup of tea. So, I'll set your alarm for it, Sam. <laughs> exactly, yeah, pretty much. Um, has anyone else encountered that? I have, I have yeah. on, on, a, on a few occasions gone, gone onto Twitter um, and read the three new tweets that there are, and then I've <laughs> forgotten what I've, that I've just been on Twitter, and I'll... And then you're like you're, you're and you're fresh again, forgetting you've been on, and it's like the last tweet was less than a minute ago. You're like, <laughs> yeah, what's exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit nothing. I, I I promise you, the randomizer actually put this last, and the last thing we have to rank is the rematch podcast. I, th- I think if if we speak about it seriously, uh, it's 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 fluctuated. I mean, we started off very very structured, and. Yeah, we, we we decided to go. What what was it like? Three topics or something? Was it or five topics? Was it? I don't know. Thing, uh, yeah, yeah. Three with a feature. Very very serious and stuff. And then we sort of about I don't know how many episodes in, but we we sort of brought it out and said, right, we'll just talk about topics, but but sort of fluently. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we had a Christmas special, which was a bit fun. I think that was a great episode. I really enjoyed that one. And then all of a sudden we came back and we haven't spoken about football for weeks. <laughs> so for a football podcast, which it's not for the, for the record, we, we, I don't think it is a football podcast. It's the rematch yeah. podcast. So we all settling for rematch podcasting. Good. So uh, I, I would say average because I think. Oh, very right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no, I think. No, I, I was, I was thinking about this the other day and I tried putting it to words. I couldn't, I couldn't really. I think we did. I think we got it wrong. I think we tried making the rematch radio show a podcast, and I just don't think it quite. I don't think it worked. I don't know if it was the same. If the radio show was maybe the same, but like when I was just listening back to things, I just thought, like we are, we 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 all love talking about football. We we're good at talking about football. We proved that we could talk about football. But it, 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 I don't know. It just didn't. I just wasn't like. I was listening to myself and going, all right, okay, I'm not the most exciting person. And and the things I talk about quite often are Wednesday and they're not very exciting. Um, but I was listening back and I thinking, oh, this is so boring, especially compared to the last few episodes that we've done. I think we've really not just pulled it back. I think we've, we've smashed, smashed the last few episodes, to be fair. And I think Dan's right. I think the turning point for me was the, the sort of Christmas, Christmas special. I think that really sort of... You know, I think that was definitely the best one that we'd done up until the last two. Um, and and I personally would say average because I think I think we've got a lot of room to grow. That's why that's why I'm putting average because I think I think we might be finding a right balance between because I think we all love football so much that it's actually quite funny to talk about things that aren't football because then we end up inevitably mentioning football. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of our listeners listeners do like football and and. And want to hear about it, but I think I was just sitting and talking about the news. I think it's just a bit, bit boring. Football news, yeah. yeah where's, the, where's the news? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I confirm. I, I do. I do. Uh, uh, we know what news is. 
news yeah. is news <laughs> and entertainment <laughs> or weather or Nesworth <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, oh. god's sake right so we've mentioned this briefly but the, the government faced backlash after announcing that uh, NHS workers would receive just a 1% pay rise from next year this decision means that some NHS workers, such as experienced nurses, would be just £3.50 better off each week. So I set you a challenge this week, boys, and I wanted to know what you would buy me for £3.50. So it could be a number of different things, but it has to amount to exactly £3.50. So who wants to go first? Uh, yeah, right, so £3.50. Right, it's hard. This was, this was really hard. <laughs> I mean... But I had a little search on Google and I thought, I know what you do need. I think you need a girlfriend. <laughs> and you can't buy a girlfriend for £3.50. What you can do is for £2, you can grow your own girlfriend. And you can, do you remember them like alien things that you have to look after? Yeah. It's like that and you, you have to water it and stuff and it grows as a girlfriend. Well, I'm, not, I'm not the best at looking at people, Dan, but I think I can do better than an alien. <laughs> 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 no, it's not. It might, it might be like a, quite a pretty little grow your own girlfriend thing. I don't know. You can choose whatever the hell you want. There's, I'm sure there'll be loads of variants. Like, right, if someone walks into the shop and says, Oh, yeah, can I have the prison you want, please? <laughs> <laughs> that. Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Um, and then I thought to help you get a girlfriend, I thought I'd buy some super likes on Tinder, but they're about $7.99. For a pack, as uh, Cameron rightly told me, because I don't have Tinder, so I didn't know. How much <laughs> <laughs> um, just to clarify that, um, yeah. So I thought instead, maybe it's something to cheer you up a little bit. And I had one pound fifty spare. I thought I'd get you some live, laugh, love wall stickers. So <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> uh, to make me look like a forty-five-year-old mom. It's top of the list. I'm bottom of the list so far. Take Gavin Ward. <laughs> I, I, I just don't get where the stickers have come from. The shop? I'm going to rank it five out of ten. <laughs> uh, let's go for Cam next. Yeah. Right. This is probably my favourite one out of the, the questions that you asked us, Ollie. Um, and, it, and, I, and I came across everything by accident. Well, the, what, the, the main thing by accident, and then I kind of added to it. So I'll start with the thing that I added. Um, so for a pound, I will let you pick any tube of Pringles you like. <laughs> Whatever flavour. It's already beaten done its food. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then for two pound fifty. So I'm only getting you two things. I thought you need some entertainment whilst we're uh, you know in lockdown and whatever. And I thought you probably watched you probably watched absolutely everything. So I was trying to think of something that you'd never watched before. So I went on onto uh, onto eBay. And, well, uh, a different website there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I went onto eBay uh, and I just typed in oh, um like just just football football like football videos and then sorted them by price and then got to about two pound fifty and then this little gem came up which I can't say I've ever heard of or watched but I'd love to watch it with you when um when it's safe to obviously um so for two pound fifty I would get you a copy of Ollie Murr's Seven Deadly Sins of Football <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, and uh, Ray Parler, Alvin Martin, Jason Cundy, Ray Hewton, and Mickey Quinn also feature on oh, that. Oh, Mickey you Quinn, rematch, rematch icon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's what I get you. And obviously, now you know where the the Pringles idea comes from. 
for it being Oli Mers. Oh, I didn't even realise. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That is, I'm going to give that an 8 or 10. That's oh, going to take some right. beating. Uh, let's go for Sam next. All right, so I wasn't quite sure what to get you for this one. So I went on to TripAdvisor and refined it by gift and speciality shops in Kingston-upon-Hull. And the number one result was the gift shop for the Hull's People Memorial Museum. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you ever been? No? no. <laughs> now, the best thing I could find on that gift shop was a combat mission military aeroplane kit for £2.99. <laughs> So that's what I'm kicking it off with. Then I'd buy you a one penny sweet. You can have any one penny sweet you want to make it a nice three pound. Yeah, there we go. That's what I thought. And then I think I've been pretty clever with this one. So I'd buy you a rare 50p. So it's actually worth more than 50p, but I'm actually only giving you a present worth 50p. So recently on eBay, a Brexit 50p from last year sold for more than 10 million pounds. And the Jeremy Fisher one from the Beatrix Potter collection sold for five million. So along the same lines, I tried to find one that you'd like, and I'd fork out a little less and buy a WWF 50p with a panda on in the middle for £6.99. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's cheating. That right, is, yeah. You can't do that. It's well, it's worth 50p. It's worth <laughs> Obviously 50p. not. The gift is worth three pounds fifty because it's fifty p. Disqualified. Disqualified. Right. I'd say it's a very good idea that matches that matches comes, but just for the basis that you spent more than three pound fifty, I'm gonna knock. I'm gonna knock it down a point. So I'm gonna give you seven out of ten. That's disgusting. Come on, Adam. (laughs) Okay, so it's funny actually because I because I had three ideas of what to do here, and Sam's kind of nicked one of them. Uh, I was I was going to say you can, I'll, I'll buy you 350 penny sweets um, was my was, was the first idea, but I thought that's a bit uh, sort of cliche. Boring. I think so boring. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so I thought, well, you, you're uh, qualifying to be a teacher. Correct mm-hmm. if I'm wrong. So uh, so I went on on the old Amazon uh, and I saw a pack of four whiteboard pens for one pound ninety five, <laughs> uh, and a pack. Are you ready for this? Two hundred and seventy, two hundred and seventy gold and silver stars for one pound fifty five. Which is three pound fifty, and that's your year as a teacher sorted. Then I thought, what's we're talking about? At Megabyte, you get eight inch pizza and chips yes. for three pound fifty. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just do that. <laughs> right, so it's definitely between Adam and Cam. From I think, I, I think I'm going to go for just on the basis that nothing dodgy will happen to me. With Oli Mares, I'm going to go for the megabytes. <laughs> Just because of the nostalgia it brings. And I'm going to give that a 10 out of 10. Because you are the winner, that does mean you actually have to buy me that stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, so we've talked about quite an important story. And I, I kind of wanted to move away from that now. And found, I found one that's, that's quite weird, to be honest. 80 alligator heads were seized during a police raid in Birmingham this week. I'm not sure if that's a normal thing in Birmingham or not, but it's believed that their suspect was planning to sell that animal heads on eBay. So what I wanted to know from you is what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen or discovered? Uh, Adam, because you won the £3.50 challenge, you can go first. Okay, so the weirdest thing I've seen, I, I've, I've, I've got a couple, I'll try and keep them, I'll try and keep them short. Um, so the first one is when I was on a family holiday, I would say probably 2007, so I was eight uh, to the Isle of Wight, and we went on a walk around the south tip of the island. We we're trying to get down to a to a lighthouse, is I believe what we were trying to do. And we uh, got to cross a sheer 
sort of rock face which had a thin blue rope down it and we thought well, that surely can't be the the path we thought we must have gone the wrong way and at that point a <laughs> a naked man walked past us and went down the rope to the bottom and we at that point found out that it, it was a gay nudist beach how long did you stay there for uh, not funny enough, Ollie. Not very long. <laughs> how long, long is not very long? How long is not very long, though? I mean, we're talking definitely talking seconds rather than minutes. Um, so now to another family holiday. Um, this was 2005, I believe, and we were staying at a hotel in Scarborough. Right, I know exotic. And we all went to bed one night. It was a twin room. So my mum and dad were at that end of the room, and me and I was at the opposite opposite end in the, obviously a different bed. It was a twin room. And um, we went to, to sleep and thought nothing else of it. And then in the morning, we woke up and there was a little notepad on like the um, like the, the uh, TV stand thing that the kettle and TV were on. And there was a little notepad on top of it that said, William was here. And that was quite weird because no one left or entered the room that we... Uh, well, if someone came into the room, then they didn't wake us up. But we woke up, there's no other way in and out of the room, not on a balcony or anything like that. And um, yeah, so you know, must have a haunted room. And then my last story is a little bit different because um, this was not weird on the front of it. But when I was in year six, I, I joined an extracurricular group which was called the Dragon's Apprentice. And it's about like Dragon's Den and the Apprentice together. So you'd come up with like your own business idea and then you'd do it and you'd see who can make the most money. And I know, I know you're going to laugh at me, and I would laugh at me too. Our business, it was me and two others, George, and brace yourselves, Chris, he's back. <laughs> um, and our business was rock pets. And that was literally, we would go around the field, we would gather as many rocks as we could, and we would draw faces on them, or stick googly eyes on them, and then sell them. And the weird part of this is that people actually bought these things. So we were given £5 as a budget, so we spent that on like googly eyes and like pipe cleaners for mouths and stuff like that. Then we just found as many rocks as we could. And we made, we made 45 pounds, right? <laughs> now that doesn't sound like loads, don't get me wrong, but we sold these rocks for between 10 and 20 pence each. So that means that on average, you're sort of talking seven or eight rocks to the pound. 45 pounds means that we sold 315 rocks. <laughs> So 315 people, but that, 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 come on, that was weird. 315 people bought a rock pet. <laughs> uh, Sam, what weird stories have you got? Uh, I've, I was racking my brain for ages thinking about weird stories. And I generally couldn't think of anything that weird. So this is going to sound really, really crap in comparison to Adam's three stories. But the weirdest thing I've ever seen is I once saw, this is so bad, I once saw my mate wait 45 minutes in McDonald's for his order of a fish fillet. That's it. <laughs> then what happened, Sam? <laughs> then he bought it and ate it. <laughs> oh, hang on, I'm like, no, no. Oh, that's 45 minutes of him waiting to decide what he wanted. <laughs> no, it was waiting for the order. 
Oh, he says it's not even bought it and ate it after the 45 Sorry. minutes. Oh, yeah. No, no. Exactly. So, so he, he bought it. We were driving to my girlfriend's in Leeds for, and we were all meeting up for a night out, a group of us. Um, <laughs> <In> McDonald's. <laughs> no, we stopped up at McDonald's on the way for tea. And he went, I'll go and get the drinks in, in the Asda nearby. You order the McDonald's and it'll work out pretty much if I buy the beer, you'll buy my McDonald's for pretty much even. So I, I, I went and bought the McDonald's. He told me what he wanted before. He bought the beers. He came, he went and spent half an hour searching for some beers, came back into the McDonald's and we were still waiting for another 15 minutes before he ordered. And he ordered a fish for this. It wasn't even worth it. Dan, what weird stories have you got? Someone once pissed on my girlfriend's till in B&M. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, uh, yeah, I, was, I, I used to work with her in, um, in, in B&M, which I still don't know what B&M stands for. And I was just stuck in the shelves and I look around the corner because we used to, you know, flirt. Like we were like, we, we were all 16 or something. We were like, you went and pissed on her. Marking your territory. So then uh, as I looked around, she had like a massive queue um, and then uh, all of a sudden, like you like, sound like a euphemism with what the story is about. <laughs> so, so then, all of a sudden, the queue just sort of like disappears and like moves away from the till. And I'm like, eh, what's up in there? She's just serving none the wiser. Um, Who's he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> none the wiser. None the wiser is the title. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then yeah so then yeah the queue just basically disappears and all of a sudden <laughs> all you could see is this man just pissing against the side of the till <laughs> um and alex's face just was just like i, I i've never seen a, a, a facial expression like it she just froze completely anyway long story short she literally handed in a notice the next day and left <laughs> Yeah, did you find out if this man had a water infection or anything or did he just not like that still uh, ge- genuinely I don't, know, I don't know I can't remember much about what happened after that I, I, was, I think everyone was just in a bit of a sort of shock because like can you I don't know if you've got to go you've got to go <laughs> <laughs> well that's taking the piss Cam <laughs> uh, can you talk pissing no. on us no I can't um I, I was really struggling actually. I, I I messaged quite a few people, um, trying to like just trying to sort of. What, have, you, have you got any weird stories, mate? <laughs> Not to sort of say the stories, but just to sort of like see if I can sort of because I honestly I, it was the last it was the last sort of thing that I thought because I thought I can't think anything now. I'll I'll leave it to later, and I thought I'll message some people trying sort of like get my memory going a little bit, see if like they had a similar experience to, and uh, and and no one did. Um, no replied. <laughs> no, 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 no one got my memory memory going. Um, the only thing that I can think of, I actually told Adam about, but I'll, I'll leave that one because I've just I, I've thought of a weird one that we've all experienced, which was um, or a weird couple um, was was seeing the Carlisle half of Carlisle United squad in McDonald's after losing to Notts County. Oh, that was um, quite good. That was that, quite weird. It's just, just, yeah. Stra- just yeah, uh, yeah, it's just strange, really. And uh, and then obviously Adam Clayton in. In the service services as well after the Middlesbrough Forest game. It's quite funny because twice Adam nipped because he slagged off Nathan Thomas a lot, and he slagged <laughs> off Adam Clayton a lot. And then as soon as he seen them both, he was like, "Very quiet, very very quiet, Adam." <laughs> uh, and then a slightly less weird one would be I saw the Dover Athletic team um, waiting at Chesterfield train station on one of the first sort of non-borough games that I uh, 
that I went to as sort of a, a media person. Um, but the, my actual weird story has got nothing to do with football. Um, and I, I don't know why this is the only weird story I can think of, but I, I'm just going to say it blunt, bluntly, um, I saw some tortoises shagging. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't know if anyone's seen any videos online of no, uh, can't d- no, 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 no. going out. It's been fair, I haven't just seen the dirt. Oh, really made... <laughs> you but... weirdos! No, it's like it was on, 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 on Pop the Week once. Yeah, I think I was. Oh. I remember it's like. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they make a weird noise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I was. I don't think I was. I was very old. Like as in like I was old enough to understand what they was doing, but I don't. It was quite. A, it, was, it was quite a while ago. I was probably about eleven or twelve, maybe. I think it's. I think it was at Yorkshire Wildlife Park. For anyone interested, I, I, I don't really want to describe it because, like I said, I don't think it's that weird. But because end day, it's just nature. Um, and I was at a, at a zoo, you know, so you're probably going to see some animals getting a little bit naughty. So, so um, I think that. Do you think that's where the term comes from? Where they say, "Oh, he's came out of his shell." <laughs> The only one that I could think of, I think all of us were actually there. And I think it was in the second year of uni when we was we was walking in the centre of Middlesbrough and then we just randomly saw a woman running about me. We did! We <laughs> Outside did. the courts, yeah. Outside the court. Oh, the only okay. recollection I have of that is it looked like a it looked like Jimmy Bullard with tits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just Jimmy Bullard. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know how I remembered that. It's just when I, I was literally having to think for about five minutes, and then that just popped in my head. That, yeah, that had completely gone from from my memory. Yeah. But now I'm really, yeah, really no, now, now you've said now you said Jimmy Bullard as well. I can. <laughs> <laughs> So earlier this week, Middlesbrough manager Neil Warnock and Cardiff boss Mick McCarthy signed new contracts this week with their respective clubs. The two managers have incredible amounts of experience between them, and so they should with a combined age of 134. What I want to know, boys, is if you could go for a drink with any group of people, who would it be? The only rule is that their ages have to add up to 134. Well, I'll go first if you want. Okay. So at the moment, lads, I want nothing more than all of us to go for a drink at the moment. And I'm sure Adam will correct me if I'm wrong, but I think our combined ages add up to 108, which leaves a 26-year-old to accompany us. Now, there's plenty of them going around. I think, appropriately, it has to be a footballer. Like of Raheem Sterling, Andy Robertson, John McGinn, Leon Goretzka, even James Ward-Prowse. But my pick is someone who links us all together here at Rematch. Our first direct message from our official Twitter account, a Notts County legend, George Grant. (laughs) (laughs) It was either him or Ross Fitzsimmons, so... I mean, he... he He's not a legend. Um, I'll just get that out there. I like him, and he was a good player. But he's not a legend. Come, who have you got on your guest? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm doing this one to be honest, Ollie. Um, I, I'm basically I've gone for not just one drink. I'm I'm going for a full night out here. Um, that's the that's the dynamic that I'm going for. So I've gone for people that I think would would make a fantastic night out. And obviously, I would have said you a lot, but I knew someone was gonna say you lots of thought well a bit boring if we all say each other um <laughs> so bit, bit, bit cringy um so i've gone for I'll, I'll start i'll start with like the the kind of duo i suppose i i was looking for sort of two people that i thought already get on quite well so i was 
I, I don't know if anyone's seen the BBC Radio One show. Um, it's it, it's called Playground Insults, I think. And basically, it's basically like five minutes where you've got two celebrities that know each other quite well, and they just try and take the piss out of each other for a bit. Oh. Um, and there was quite a few good contenders on that, but I've gone for 37-year-old Chris Hemsworth and 36-year-old Scarlett Johansson. I thought, yeah, they got on pretty well. They obviously have done quite a few films together, and I quite like them both. You know, I like the, some of the films that they're in, mainly the Marvel ones, and and you know, and Chris Hemsworth's in uh, the new Men in Black, which I quite like. So I thought, yeah, seem like seem like nice people. Um, so yeah, let's get them along for a few drinks. I think they'd be party animals as well. Um, of course, I went for a, an Arctic Monkeys uh, <laughs> member. So interestingly, I went for the, the youngest member in Matt Helders. Um, for to be fair, not not for not just because he's the youngest member, but I think he's the one that I'd get along best with. And I thought, if we're thinking about the dynamic here, you know, you've got you've got two people that know each other quite well, and then you've got me and me and Matt Elders, who obviously I like what he does. He's kind of from where I'm from, sort of. So so 34 year old Matt Elders is in, uh, and that left me with a 27 year old, and and the 27 year olds aren't. That, that great to be honest um so i was trying to think of someone ideally i was trying to go for like a comedian that could that could bind us all together that gets along with everyone you know maybe loves to drink someone like a jack white but unfortunately he's 32 um so i think i mentioned in the group chat um yesterday that i wanted to go for youtuber slash comedian jack mate but unfortunately it's his birthday as we record this um so he that makes him 28 so he can't be included so in the end, so in the end, I just thought I'm sick of I'm sick of looking for this. I'm just going to pick someone that, in all honesty, I'm just picking because. The 28. Well, well, I'll I'll say the name, Perry Edwards. Do I need to say anymore? <laughs> I think I, I think that'd be a good night out. Oh. Fair enough, Cam. Dan, who's on your guest? Uh, to be fair, originally I was thinking Steve Bruce and Matt Ritchie. <laughs> 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 I, I, I did change it just because it would be fun for like a second and then they'd probably just down the pipes and scrap each other but um so instead i've gone for the, the person who i thought would be uh, kind of someone who I, I could have a a proper long conversation with about everything they've done in their life and he's funny as hell uh ricky gervais 59 year old I, i'd just love to have a good conversation with him i really would oh ricky and then i thought Someone a bit younger, because I realised like 134 is not. It's quite. Uh, it's, it's not a very big number, is it? It's quite hard to get all this in. Um, so Lewis Capaldi, I thought he'd be quite a good crack. He's quite a good crack when he's sober. So when he's drunk, he might be a bit even funnier. To be fair. Um, and then I quickly ran out of age as well. So then I thought I'd have to bring our girlfriend because I wouldn't be allowed out without her. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's 22 so then that left a 29 year old and uh, I thought to keep her company obviously and not for any other reason whatsoever Emily Ratajkowski I <laughs> 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 thought I'd bring her along so, um, and obviously that is literally just to keep my girlfriend company no yeah. other reason whatsoever Adam who have you gone for okay so Straight away, as soon as you asked, I thought, and like, if I could meet one person in my life, I'd love to meet Rowan Atkinson. 
I just I love everything he's doing. I think you can just look at him and you just start laughing. I mean, like you literally just... tried to look like him. Haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> but there's like, like he, he like he could just like read the he could just read the menu and and like you'd laugh at it, wouldn't you? you know you know what I mean? Uh, but he's he's sixty six. So I don't I don't think he's that old. Um, that probably a little bit of an awkward position because then I thought, well, the, the second person that I'd love to meet and talk to is Jeremy Clarkson. Just think. Again, he could you, you could talk, you could talk about anything, and you'd end up laughing so much just hearing what he has to, what he has to say. But he's sixty, so that left you with an eight-year-old. So I thought, can't do that. So, uh, so, so, so I changed my mind, <laughs> and I thought, well, well, if you can't get Jeremy Clarkson, then then James May will do. Uh, he's fifty-eight. So that leaves you with, with, with a ten-year-old. So again, that will not do. So I thought, well, if you can't have Jeremy Clarkson and you can't have James May, then Richard Hammond will have to suffice, and he's only fifty-one. Right, so obviously then that means that there'd be three responsible adults, which means that if, in good company, we all bought a meal, then you'd be allowed to have a drink with someone who's under the age of the drinking age of 18. So I've, I've got 17 years left to make it to 134. And I thought I would, I'd love to get to, to talk to a member of the royal family because you could ask them questions like about Harry and Meghan, about... Um, the, the allegations, shall we say, behind a certain other prince, um, and also about the truth behind the crown. I thought it'd be really interesting to talk to members of the royal family. Now, granted, at the age of 17, they're probably not going to know many, many, many of the answers, but Lady Louise Windsor is 17. She's the daughter of Prince Edward. And that is because I'd rather have the other two definitely there than pick a good member of the royal family. So, so that's my lineup, which I admit, as together is quite quite an oddball lineup. Well, but, it's quite uh, a good lineup, but... uh right, so my list I've got quite a mix here to be fair. So first I've got Stephen Gerrard, who I'm sure would be more than up for a drink uh today. <laughs> uh and then Tyson Fury just purely for the life stories. I think I think that would be quite interesting. Then we've got similarly to Dan's uh Ricky Gervais shot, I've got Peter Kerr just to provide some some good comedy and then that that does actually leave me like like sort of Adams, it's left me with a 15-year-old. And I am actually bringing a 15-year-old. And that is why I'm bringing my dog, Walter. Hey. Walter, the 15-year-old, is coming to my, my drinks party. And that takes me up to 134. Time for the biggest story of this week. Sheffield Wednesday secured, I think, the first big win of the season when they employed Cameron Calvert earlier this week. <laughs> Cameron answered the news on Twitter and his post received nearly 700 likes and he made over 200 new followers. The notifications got too much for him though when he messaged me saying, mate, I'm actually too scared to go on Twitter now. So what I want to know from you is when is the most famous you have ever felt? Well, you've taken mine, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I did, I did. I had a look and I've got, I've got some, well, I've got one more stat to back that up. I think it got 80,000 sort of impressions on Twitter. It was mental. What about anyone else? Dan, when's, when's the most famous you felt? Um, I was once on Satanta Sports as a, as a like a, an eight-year-old um, eating a huge burger and the camera was on and off me for about five minutes and they were taking the mick out of me in the studio. I wish I had the footage, I really do. But um, it was my... Friends and my family the next day, they, well, on the same day, they were like, oh, you were, you were all over the TV? They said, did you enjoy that burger? And I was like, what? And I was like, really? I was, on, and I was buzzing at the time. To, uh, to be fair, I was on a BBC3 documentary, though. Um, my dad was, uh, he, he cut the, this lad's hair, who was like, 
basically getting followed around with the documentary. Um, and he was a dancer. And uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> they needed extras for the background. So I was technically an extra, just pretending to wait to get my hair cut. So I was in the, I'm on BBC Three for a little bit as well. What about you, Sam? Uh, well, that reminded me of one thing that I had forgotten, and it's not really famous the slightest, but I was once in our local paper shushing the Man United fans when beating them on penalties. Um, <laughs> apart from that, being escorted, when you're in the away end and being a, getting a police escort out the ground as a group of fans feels pretty famous, um, but probably the same as you lads when you go into uh, the borough ground as we did when we were at uni and getting your name on a pass, that probably... Uh, is the uh, most famous I've felt, or a uh, byline when I was did work experience at the Daily Mirror. Um, not really high levels of fame. Um, that's about it. What about you, Adam? You've, you've, you made me think a few words, actually. I mean, th- th- this one's not me, but I remember when Notts played home to Forest Green in the FA Cup, which I think would be January 2010. There was, I think it was the first game after Sven left the club, I think. And so Sky Sports were there to report it. And and I think I, from what I remember, I think it was Charlotte Jackson. I think that was the Sky Sports News reporter. But it might have been, but it might have been Bianca Westwood. It was definitely one of them. Uh, and they and they interviewed my dad, and it was a really, it was a, it was like the, the camera just I said Sky Sports in the biggest letters you could imagine, and that felt quite important, even though it wasn't me. It's my, it's, it's, it's my dad's been interviewed on Sky Sports News, which is, as I said, it's not it's not me. Um, and I've been on the front, but I've been on the front cover of what used to be my local newspaper. It doesn't exist anymore. So, into the surrounding area. And for, for World Book Day, and I went to primary school dressed as a fat controller. And I will find that picture for you because I actually, it was actually a really good outfit that I got. Um, but I'd say the point of the actual, the, the, the most famous that I felt is when I, um, when I played. Uh, saxophone in my band called Adam's Shed, which I'm going to just shamelessly plug again. Um, we had a gig, if you want to call it such, um, down at our local big recreational park, Spittle Park. It was called Music in the Park, and what it and it was it's put on every year by the same people that put on Download Festival as almost a thank you to the residents of the village for putting up with people thousands of people coming into the village for a week of the year and on all the noise that comes with it uh, and we were on at well, I can't remember but about middle so there was a there was probably about a thousand people there I'd say um, and the gig went quite well thankfully and then the next day I was walking out of my local co-op in the village uh, and someone stopped me and said are you are you the guy that plays saxophone in that band and that is the one and only time oh. I've ever, I've ever. In fact, no, actually, there's another one because then we did about three weeks later. We played at a at a marina bar, which is about five miles down the road, and there was a probably I don't know, maybe six year old, seven year old girl in the audience who, for some reason, wrote on a piece of paper, "Adam's shed, you are amazing," and then gave us that <laughs> to say. <laughs> You're really good. So that was that was. I felt a little bit. I felt more famous than being actually recognised. That was quite good. I don't think I can really beat that. I think mine have sort of really Sam said about the media stuff. There was one time when my name was on. Do you remember the this guy sports show? I think it was called Carling in off the bar with yeah. Smithy and Laura Woods. Yeah, and they did a Photoshop composition where you have to Photoshop Christian Benteke. On something, and I, I photoshopped him diving off a diving board, and for some reason that got put on. Uh, 
It's quite disappointing that that's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> right, so let's move on to a little challenge. I have to give credit to Adam for this one for sending me it. So we were given the challenge to list five famous people who've either met or been within a few feet of, but one of them is a lie. And then the rest of us have to guess which one is the is the lie. So Adam, because you sent me the idea, you go first. Okay, so I give you five names and you're welcome to ask me any questions you want as to how I have or have not but seen I like people. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So my five people are Claire Balding, Adele, Danny Dyer, Henning Vane, Boris Johnson. Can you run us through each scenario? Oh, you want to just go straight into all of them, do you? Do you want to start anyone in particular? Henning Vane. Henning Vane. Okay, so that was when I was on holiday in the Isle of Wight. We were at a pub called The Spyglass, which is in Ventnor, south of the island, and he walked in, tried to find a table, uh, there were eight tables, and I think he sort of like he sort of stood as if to he might he, he might have just been looking for a table. But he looked as if he was trying to get someone to notice him. Is how I mm. saw it. Um, and then there were and there weren't any seats, so he so he so left again. But uh, it was it was it was definitely him. And I have got a picture. It's a really blurry picture of an old iPod Touch. <laughs> uh, I just I just consider all of them. Do you want to ask me? I want, I want to know when you met Big Boris. Big Boris, I met him. I, well, I, I, I didn't meet him. I saw him actually at a Notts County game. This must be about 15, I'd say, years ago. I can't remember who we were playing or anything. All I can remember is my dad pointing to him and saying, do you recognise who that is? And I, he was there with Ken Clark, who's a, who's a Notts fan and obviously was a, uh, an MP until I think the last election, uh, was father of the house. And, and all, all I can remember is seeing someone who I recognised because he had huge bushy blonde hair yeah. uh, so Claire Balding that was at the women's 2015 FA Cup final at the Wembley car park Chelsea beat Notts County by a goal to nil and we were in, in the car park and she ended up parking directly behind us and she was late so she refused to have to take any photos and she ran in and all I can really remember is, to, is that she drove a 64 red Range Rover which was the most horrible colour for a car it was like a sort of clarity maroon colour it was a horrible horrible colour uh, Danny Dyer saw him when I went about a year ago to the day pretty much went to Elstree BBC Elstree Studios in Bournemouth in London to watch a recording of a sitcom and it was the same day they were filming EastEnders so as we were queuing to go in they would people would, who were part of the um, production of the day were driving out and then Danny Dyer came out in his black Porsche with, black win- with blacked out windows tinted windows he put his um, front window down to try and get people to recognise him, then revved his engine for no reason and then sped off like an absolute twat. <laughs> um, and then Adele was when, this was maybe seven years ago, uh, I went to see in the theatre in London, in the London Palladium, it was like a spoof of the X Factor that Harry Hill wrote. It was called I Can't Sing. And it, it, it was shit. <laughs> it had about 12, 12 uh, weeks and that was it. But I, but we initially had had sort of side seats that were front and to the right, and they were obscured. And because we were so obscured, they moved us to front middle. We were second row from the front, and Adele's on the front row, about six seats to the right of us. So much detail in all of them. I think well. it sounds like the Boris one should be wrong, but I just don't think he'd make yeah. that up. Mm. I'm, I'm going to go with the Boris one. Are you sure you didn't get Boris and Claire Baldwin mixed up? <laughs> 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 The Donny Dyer thing sounds like something Donny Dyer would do. Yeah, I also think you've told that to me before, but that, I might be imagining that. 
I feel like he surely would have told us about Boris, though, Fast. Yeah, that's why I'm saying Boris. I, 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 you definitely would have mentioned that to us before. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to say Boris. So, you, so you're saying sort of Claire Balding or Boris? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The person I've not seen is Adele. Because the, the whole makeup was true, but the people who were sat in front of us to the right was not Adele. It was Union J from X Factor. Uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, that, I, honestly, yeah. that Boris one, I completely forgot until I, was, I asked my dad earlier. My mum and dad said to them, What famous people have I seen? And my dad went, Oh, how about Ken Clark? And I went, I don't think anyone other than Ollie will know who Ken Clark is. And then he went, Oh, we saw Boris that time. And I've completely forgot about it for the last 15 years. But yeah. Right. Um, I feel like this might be quite easy for you. Um, so, Craig, Dave, I, I didn't realise we had to do the, do we have to do, do we have to do the ex- explanation? And only if we ask. Okay. Uh, Craig David, I've seen him in Florida and... Uh... I haven't asked. <laughs> <laughs> did I ask? I don't want to play this game anymore. Thank you and bye, Adam. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Dad, give us an explanation before you go. Go on. Craig David, I seen him in, in Florida. Jason Derulo, I chased after and went, Jason! And uh, <laughs> he kind of blanked me, to be fair. I thought I liked him. <laughs> Jason Derulo! Um, I saw Cranker, seen him at the Riverside car park where the players come out the, the tunnel and you, you know, get away from time stuff whatever um Ant and deck they, they count as one um <laughs> give high fives to both of them in florida and uh, dappy from endubs i spotted him on a quad bike in ayanaba and i shouted no kid and he went yo man oh, right, okay right i mean let's just play the game i mean we all know it's dappy from endubs but let's play the game right um <laughs> i can't remember, i can't remember when dan went to florida i can't even put in pictures on facebook from craig david and there's a video when Stephen mulhern and scarlett moffat walked past him but I, I, I genuinely can't remember Ant and Deck being in that video. That's not to say that they weren't there at that exact moment in time. But I don't know if anyone else can actually remember that or not from Dan's Facebook. No. Sure, no, I remember, I'm sure I remember him saying something to me about Ant and Deck. Yeah, he definitely mentioned it, I think. Yeah, maybe we all know it's Daffy, don't we? So, uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if he's not, the absolute scenes that you've yeah, got on there, Dan, absolutely murked us. <laughs> <laughs> if you should add Hey Man to you, <laughs> then this is the best story of all time. So uh, the, the the one is um <laughs> no 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 it's it's Ito Karanka. I have never oh. seen Ito Karanka or met him. Never got to. So Dappy said, "Hey man, to you." Dappy said, "Hey man." What in an American accent? Well, I don't know if he's American. He just shouted, "Hey man." No, you haven't as on Dad. Dappy's not I, said, I swear hey man, to God, in Ayanapa, me and my mates had went to Subway. It was on a morning. We were all like hungover, and and then as we were coming back. He flew past on a quad bike, right? No, I'm going to If he flew past on a quad bike, how did you know it was Daffy and not someone who... Because he was like... going round. He was, this one, I'm getting to it. So he goes round, right? He flies round and round this little strip bit. And then he pulls over. And then we went, like, we thought, we thought who's this dial at first? Like, no one knew who it was. And then we, he pulled up. And then we went, hey, is that Daffy? <laughs> and he went, no, sir. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> and then I was like, that was it. And then I was like, that's Duffy, that's weird as Cam. Who have you got on your famous people list? Barry Bannon. 
See, I try to stay away from footballers. There is one. There is one ex-footballer on this list, um, but the rest of them have got some of the stories got to do with football. But we'll get to that. Um, so the first person is uh, golfer Lee Westwood. I can't remember what years it was. It was probably between twenty twelve and twenty fifteen. He sponsored the kits at Worksop Town uh, Football Club, and I happened to be at a game. I used to go to a few games because I've never really had a, a Wednesday season ticket or anything like that. So, um, I yeah, I was stood next to him without realizing. There were a few friends. I don't. I'm not a golf. I'm not a big fan of golf, so I didn't know who he was. And then someone came up to him and said, "Oh, can I have your autograph, Lee?" And kind of looked over, and then over the course of the game, kind of established that. Uh, it was uh, Lee Westwood, the golfer. The second person is Chris Waddle, obviously ex-footballer. Uh, the next person, I don't really know who she is, um, but she's a celebrity, apparently. Um, and she's called Sean Welby. She's a TV and radio presenter. I don't know if anyone knows who she is. Um, basically, this story about her is that she presented Worksop's Got Talent. Then my fourth person is Steve Davis, uh, obviously snooker legend Steve Davis. I basically met him. He did. He was down at one of my presentation nights. I used to play snooker for about eight years. And then my last one is Dan Walker. And Dan Walker, I he was actually sat a few rows back from me at the uh, last game that I attended, um, which was Wednesday versus Man City. And he was sat. He was not actually sat in the direct box. I was in the south stand, which is I don't normally sit there because it's normally the most expensive stand. But yeah, he was sat with uh, I think his two kids just below the director's box and I was and that's and I was sat kind of just in front of the dugouts and he was probably sat about four or five rows back. All right. Okay, I'm gonna say Dan Walker because he's got three kids and I don't feel like he left one out. And I've got a distinct memory for some reason I think Dan Walker hosted that game on TV. Well I'll tell you that game is live on BT Sport, if that makes up your mind. You might just be saying that. I think I, I think I would say Dan Walker is not true because with all the other ones, you're really specific about how you knew, like, um, like what they were doing and where they were. And with that one, for your story, you said you sat in the south end because it was less because it was less muddy. <laughs> you didn't actually be Dan Walker. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I, I Please, think mate. Dan Walker. Everyone agree with Dan Walker? Yes. Well, I'll do it as in the style of what I like to. I was in fact telling the truth. About Dan Walker, I did actually. He was oh. rows behind me. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who presented it. To be funny, if Chris Waddle was actually there and he was one of the pitch side sort of you know, pundits, I suppose he wasn't in the actual in the box. Um, I don't like I said, I don't know who was presenting it. Obviously, I think it was a, a some woman was with Chris Waddle in there. I don't know. Obviously, I, I didn't watch the game on the TV, so I don't know who was presenting it for BT Sport. I don't know if it was Gary Lineker or. Who? So yeah, the yeah. No, no. There was, there was so there was a woman with Chris Waddle pitch side, and then there was someone in the box with I don't know who, who it would have been. Um, but yeah, Lee Westwood was actually the the lie. I've no, I haven't oh. met Lee Westwood. It, it's not, it, that story. Yeah, no, it's all true. He, he did. He did. Um, I think he bailed works up out a little bit by sponsoring and made the kits. Um, and he might have been. To a game, but that story about me being stood next to him is not true. Come on, Sam, you'll go. Okay, so my five are uh, Gordon Brown, Tony Mowbray, Jeremy Clarkson, Jermaine Genus, and Journey South. Right, <laughs> you've, you've met Genus at um, your work experience. 
about Jesus as well, hasn't he? <laughs> 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 um, I'm going to say Clarkson, me straight away. I don't think he's uh, Clarkson. You, you don't want to ask what the reasons why. So I'll start with Jeremy Clarkson. It was when. Um, Top Gear took over Mima and I met him in the town centre and he was trying to get people to go and see the display at Mima. And I think he was next to Dinky Donuts and he was just saying, have you been to Mima yet? And we went, "Uh, no, Jeremy, we're on our way. And then we went home. What was the other option? Gordon Brown, Tony Mowbray, Jermaine Genus and Journey South. I think you mentioned Gordon Brown before. So I saw... So I saw him walking around Lake Buttermere in the Lake District with my family. And I think, um, so I was, me and my sister were running around a little bit and then ran past and then dad went, do you realise who that was? And we went, no, that's the Prime Minister of the, <laughs> of the United <laughs> Kingdom. Uh, Tony Mowbray, that was at my local village fair. You've all been to my house, you know, the bit where Stainton meets Thornton in the middle on the green. They have a little... Uh, a few stalls, a little hut, uh, kids races, things like that. And he, he'd, he'd pop by and again, my dad went, you realise who that is, don't you? And I went, oh, it's, it's Tony Mowbray. And, he, and he, he'd just been sacked, so I didn't talk to him. Um, <laughs> the the others, as you mentioned, Jermaine Genus was on work experience at the Daily Mirror, just walked past. Um, and then Journey South, uh, I went to the same primary school as Journey South. And when they reached the final, they came back to the primary school and did a big promotion. And we were all, oh, that's another thing. When I was famous, I was on TV waving on X Factor when uh, Journey South came back. I think I would say Jeremy <laughs> Clarkson. Just because as well, I'm trying to think back to the episode. Jeremy was in charge of like making... Some... You're not everything that they show on TV. They do stuff outside of that as well. Exactly, that's... Yeah. They wouldn't need to do that. They'd just need a top gear guy there. They wouldn't need Clarkson. You realise at the end they flumped it and they said that there was only 2,000 people that visit this entire weekend. That's why they were trying to get people through the door. Not sure. I think you're making stuff. 15,000 well. went in the end because they misheard him as 50. I've said, I've said many times. Was it? Okay. Fair making up stats. Ooh. Making up stats. Yeah. He's, he's, you've, you've made that up, Sam. Yeah. Je- Jeremy Clarkson's the one that's not right. Jo- Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, you're up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get in. Get in. Oh. But I have met Gordon Brown. And I have met Journey South. Right. Are you ready for my list of people? Oh, I'll be honest. These aren't as, as famous as some of the ones you've mentioned before. Right. Number one, we've got Alan Hansen. Number two, we've got Rick Parry, who is the current chairman of the EFL. Number three, James McKenzie, who is the former host of Raven, if you remember that show. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Four, we've got Sunita, who I'm sure you all know. Yes. And five, we've got Sam Gowland, who is a Love Island and Jolly Shaw star, if you oh, call him oh, that. You probably... When would you have met Sam Gowland? In town? Oh, yeah, go on then. When would you have met Sam Gowland? <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch this show. I don't... <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that was in the that was in the Dickens toilets. Alright, I'll go the four. So we've got Sunita, who I met outside of Wembley for that playoff final between Hull and Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, he did he did mention that. Yeah, and I forgot to mention Sunita, I'd seen her as well. No, I'm joking. I didn't see Sunita. So James McKenzie, the former host of Raven. He was performing in Jack at the Bean Jack and what's it called? Jack and the Beanstalk. Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> Jack I've got 2006 listed on here because I found the old thing. Yeah. Uh, Rick Parry and Alan Hansen saw them both in a petrol station in Titan, which is a, a town just outside of Liverpool. I think it's one of the two from the petrol station because it's easy to just say, oh yeah, and, and another time I met Rick Parry. 
Mm. But why do you make up the lead of the EFL? Like, why? He used to be chief executive of Liverpool. Sorry. And why would you make up the guy from Raven? You'd make up someone <laughs> a little bit, you know, a little bit more prestige. Um, the guy from Raven, he probably did do pantomime, though. Yeah, probably. Mm. I'll go. I'll go. Rick Parry. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm going to say Sinatra and live and die by the sword. Yeah. So, you want um, to agree with no, no, I'm, not, I'm going. Yeah, we said Wick, Wick Parry. And Perry, Wick Parry. Uh, whatever, yeah. <laughs> split, split decision. Parry. Uh, where are you both from? Uh, it is James McKenzie, the former host. You horrible man. It was a good story, he, though, wasn't it? He did do Jack of the Beans, though, didn't he? I don't know, I'm adult. <laughs> I'm sure I can see him on a poster. Yeah, I can <laughs> see him on a poster. Right, so for this week's feature, boys, I've gone through, uh, I've gone back through some old rematch tweets, some old rematch quotes. Just there could literally be anything on a on an old shirt. Just a mess between me, me and the person in question. You just have to guess whether it's an old rematch member that said it, or whether it's a celebrity. You get two points if you can guess the rematch member that said it, or you get two points if you can guess the celebrity that said it. So I've randomised you into two teams. Dan and Sam, you're on team one, and Cam and Adam, you're on team two. Dan and Sam, are you ready for quote number one? Yes. I will then. Yeah, I better not cry tomorrow. Showed myself up enough when I left primary school. Gonna I, I think that. it's a rematch member, yeah. I think it's a rematch member. Uh, who said that? I think that's you, Dan. Oh, actually, yeah. Do you know what? Now I'm thinking about it. I think it was me. I definitely cried when I left primary school. I think that's you. But what would I be talking about? It's definitely me. I'm, 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 I'm positive. Yeah. Me now. Let, let's say you, and then Ollie might tell us the reasons why. That is great. So it is done. It is a tweet from 2014. 14 Wembley play a final. Oh no, that was 15. Oh, and Adam, oh, are you ready for the your number one? Hope Eurovision doesn't get political this year. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I know that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm happy to say you, Adam. <laughs> I know 100. No, that is me. Oh, you are correct. That is two points. <laughs> Dan and Sam, are you ready for quote? <laughs> yes. Why is Rhode Island more a road or an island? Oh my word! I feel like it's something Cam might say. I don't know. I Isn't think it's Cam. Because of roads, you're thinking of, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go, Cam? Okay, we'll go, Cam. I mean, you are close. It is Justin Bieber who is. Who said that? <laughs> I've seen that. Wow. I've, I, I I've heard that tweet before. Come on, Adam. Are you ready for quote two? I'll go for a sausage and bean melt. Oh, this could quite easy for you. That's my. That's my. That's why I get from Greg's. I, I, I still do. Um, when you've said it, though, when you've actually said that. I don't think I think if it's if it's one of us I think it can only be you Cameron and if you don't think you said it then let's say celebrities yeah. at least we're going to be ahead of them I've got no one to say it to you might say it in Greg and you might say it in Iceland but I don't think either of us anyone's going to be recording you in those moments yeah. no so let's say I, celebrity I think, it, I think it's got to be I think it's got to yeah. be well, say celebrity Ollie uh, you are wrong <laughs> one of us no that is a quote from Cameron Calvert no <laughs> oh, no <laughs> <laughs> When? Oh, you haven't got. When 2018, I've got that quote. Well, yeah, I only saw Twitter. Was it a tweet? 
Uh, no, there's a message in a rematch chat. Oh, uh, well, still, when would you? When did you yeah. say that? Are you ready for quote number three? Oh, yeah. We can't be going around saying our man in charge doesn't know what flavor Clipper is his favorite. Oh, I've seen this tweet. I'm sure I've seen this tweet. So it's a celebrity now. It's a, it's a celebrity. And I, I can't remember who's tweeted it. It's not Jack. It might be Jack Mate, you know. I might go with my gut there and say Jack. Would you? Would you have a guess at all? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. I said Cameron got it wrong. So say celebrity. I was, I'd say Jack Mate. That is incorrect. It's actually Sam. <laughs> Are you ready for, quick, for quote number three? Yes, please. Have I ever had a Greg's? I'm made of Greg's. How <laughs> can you get Greg's quotes? I'm, I'm certain I've never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never all you, <laughs> Have I, I ever had I a Greg's? Ollie, I think Ollie might, might have said that, you know. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I can, I can imagine Ollie... Yeah, saying that. Are you happy with Skeffer Ollie? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, let's go for Ollie. It's incorrect. It's actually a celebrity. Oh, hey. And that celebrity is Boris Johnson. <laughs> no way. Oh, man. I should have oh, I, I asked about, his, about Greg when I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> Team 1, are you ready for quote 4? We are. Ginger babies, they're like babies, but so much harder to love. <sighs> um... Do you imagine a rematch member saying that? Yeah, Adam. Might <laughs> <laughs> be. I could imagine Adam saying that, actually. Oh, should we go with Adam? Yeah, I'd say so. That is incorrect again. It is actually Katie Hopkins. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, lads. Thanks, lads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, scene two, are you ready for quote four? Yeah. Gotta get one right at some point. I just got brain freeze from a mini pork pie. I've heard that quote before. It's <laughs> because you've said it. I don't <laughs> think I've said it, but I mean, I might have. Oh, I don't think I've said it. I might have private messaged Ollie that once for some reason, but I don't think it's me. <laughs> Who else would say that? None of us would say that. Surely not. I mean, Dan went, Dan went and bought like maybe, eight maybe. pork pies that time, didn't he? From Tesco over at uni. Does, does Ollie like pork pies? I think I mean I think Ollie will probably like a pork pie, yeah. I reckon I would lean towards Dan. Uh, if you're if you're if you're fairly certain it, it's Dan, then I, I would. Ju- I, I I can remember Dan going out and buying loads of pork pie once. So that's all I'm basing it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right, let's do it, Dan. Right. I mean, you got a point, but it it wasn't Dan. It was a quote from myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, team one, are you ready for your last quote? You need to get at least a point here to, to level it up. We will, we will. Sweat always tastes salty, doesn't it? Because you are secreting salt. The same with tears. Oh, it's solid. That's not that's not one of us. Secreting? What does it mean? Like, like releasing, I guess. Moist. <laughs> uh, should we just say celebrity? We may as well have a punt on someone. Because there's no harm in guessing someone, is there? Do you get a point if you say celebrity? Sweater. Anyway? <laughs> I think we should say celebrity. Can we? Can we? Can you say yes or no to that, Ollie, or not? I mean, you can't you take just... it back afterwards. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, so we can't have a guess at celebrity after. What if it's wrong? What point would that be? <laughs> well, yeah, but if it's right, yeah, of course you can. Oh. So you're going celebrity. Yeah. It is not a celebrity. I reckon that's Dan. I'm sure I've heard Dan say that. Why would I have said that? 
<laughs> I, I mean, there was a big clue in there when someone asked for the definition of secreting, and someone answered. Adam said it. Not me. Not me. <laughs> not me. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh, dear. When did I say that? I think what? Little creature. <laughs> you sad, sad man. Why did I say like tears? Team two. I mean, this last question. And you're literally just playing to extend your lead. You've already won. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for your quote? Yes, please. What do sharks do on Monday mornings? They just get up and start biting. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 at this point, I think it's probably going to be me again, to be honest. I don't, I don't know. You all, to me, always tried to get me to, to, to bite, didn't you? On like, in shows that... when I wasn't there. I think and I reckon Dan was probably the ringleader of them, but I've said that half of these. What a shark do on Monday morning? I'd probably <laughs> bite like you did. <laughs> and is that, that's what I think the context is. So I think we should say Dan. Yeah, no, I, really? I, yeah. Go on, I'll, I'll, yeah, Dan. Go on, please be Dan. That is incorrect, and it couldn't be any further away from Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it is a celebrity, and it is Gemma Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of them quotes were too bad. I don't think you're going to get cancelled for any of them. <laughs> I think so. It's not as bad as what Britney Spears once said. I'm all for the death penalty. That way they learn for the next time. <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of today's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we learned? Cam uh, thinks pretty much podcast is average. Adam is in Bill Katie Hop. And that we're all going out for a drink with George Grant when lockdown. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed it. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Twitter at Rematch Podcast to make sure you don't miss this episode when we release it on both Spotify and iTunes. Thank you.